Good morning, listeners, and welcome to Mercury, a broadcast of hope. I'm Max O'Brien, and it's day 1,592 since we came back on the air. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Sorry, I didn't mean that to come out the way it did. I know that for a lot of people, this day is really special. Although these days, it's a lot more of a burden for a lot of us than it used to be because of all the losses we've endured because of the zombies. How many families were torn apart? How many significant others are gone now? I know we're supposed to be a broadcast of hope, but we can't just gloss over the bad parts of the zombie apocalypse. And one of the big ones is the number of people we loved who aren't with us anymore. For myself, I've always had a complicated relationship with this holiday. On the one hand, it's very definitely a greeting card industry creation. But on the other hand, I love cheesy romantic gestures to help someone feel loved and wanted. And on the third hand, I don't think I've ever had anyone in my life to celebrate it with on the actual day. I've always had a hard time making those kinds of connections with other people, and on those rare occasions when it came together, the timing just wasn't right. I always wanted someone I could go all out with and get really creative on something, but oh well. Love during the zombie apocalypse is hard. We're all so keyed in on survival that it's tough to make room for someone in your heart when you know something tragic might happen tomorrow or the next day or the next week. We all want to feel loved and accepted, which I will concede is not the same thing as wanting a romantic relationship, but we are social animals. Most people don't want to spend their life completely alone, but it's even harder now to take that kind of emotional risk than it used to be. I think about this more than I let on, listeners. For myself, yes, but for others, too, like Josh and Francis, Jennifer's kids over at the lighthouse. Josh is almost 18 now and should have hormones coming out of his ears. And there are people in his age group over at Amoria who he hangs out with, but there just doesn't seem to be any kind of favorite. Those kids at Amoria are having trouble, too. I I can see them wanting to pair off, but hardly anybody over there will commit to staying as a permanent resident. Sousa and Gully are the only ones. Everybody else keeps saying they're going to need to leave soon, and mostly they live up to that promise. Average stays a few weeks. Imagine being a teenager, having been on the move for at least a third of your life, and trying to navigate establishing a connection with someone knowing that either of you might get uprooted at any moment. Being so close to adulthood, in the old world they might have chosen to defy their parents and stayed. But family's so important now. The whole situation is so uncomfortable. Frances is almost nine now, so she's not having the same issues as her brother. But if we don't find our way out of the zombie crisis soon, then eventually she will. The whole thing kind of puts me in mind of the 52 Hertz whale, which was something Dr. Clark told me about a few days ago when I told her this was what I wanted to talk about on the air today. The 52 hertz whale has never been seen, but has been heard on hydrophones and seems to follow a migration track of either a blue whale or a fin whale, but it calls at a much higher frequency. Typical blue whale calls are 10 to 39 hertz, and fin whales at 20 hertz, which makes 52 hertz a staggering difference. The patterns are different for this whale too. Their calls tend to be shorter and more frequent than blue or fin whales, 
and so a lot of people have started calling it the loneliest whale in the world. But here's the thing. Even though it's never been seen, the best guesses are that the whale is healthy. The frequency got lower, down to about 50 hertz at some point, which means it probably matured. Its migration patterns showed the ability to swim long distances. It's all by itself, is speaking in a completely different way than other whales, but seems to be doing just fine by itself. Companionship is great, but it's not essential to survival. Sometimes it feels like it is, but a solid support network is more important than a single individual. But I also feel sad that there are some parts of a romantic relationship that, all things considered, I won't get to experience. It's too late for me to feel the giddiness of young love. The zombies have made so many people shut down emotionally for their own protection, and so we try to make the best of it without having all our usual tools at our disposal. Anyway, all that to say, I hope everyone has a good day. We'll be back tomorrow. For Mercury, a broadcast of hope, this has been Max O'Brien. Take care of each other.